Right, so welcome yep. back everyone to episode Hello. three, season two of watching the Witcher series. That's, on but Dandelion. you said that, <laughs> God, you said watching the Witcher, like that's the name of the podcast. That's why I was going to stop you. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I know the name of my own podcast. I don't think you do. What is it? <laughs> so I'm going to start this again. So welcome everyone back to dandelion the witcher in the wardrobe season two episode three what is lost is the name of the episode well it started off a little bit slower overall for me and then mm-hmm. it picked up something towards the end i thought yes i mean for me it was it was so this is the third episode i've we should remind everyone i'm watching this like weekly as we record ed seen the whole season i felt this was a bit more on the boring side to be honest, which is not, you know, that's uh, that's not even really a huge criticism because I feel like most shows, you know, not every episode is going to be perfect. And you need some episodes that are there to build story a little bit more. Uh, but it was very talky and it did, it's, it felt a bit like a cutscene I would skip in The Witcher. Yeah, it was I mean? a very political, mm. uh, you know, lots of politics going on. And I can see that sort of, you know, Game of Thrones sort of style of things they were trying to get across in this episode. Mm-hmm. Really, but you lost, you lost it some of the way. I felt if you weren't really involved with some. That's of the it. Characters. I, yes, I felt a bit like I zoned out a little bit. But it was good to see some characters back from the first season we hadn't seen yet. Well, the episode actually starts in a fairly exciting way because you see Siri doing her training. Yes. In Kim Oren, and she's doing great now, sort of. Hitting a thing with a sword. She looks she's, good. She's hitting a thing with a sword. It's, it, this is probably the most exciting thing in this episode is, is Siri and seeing this transition because oh, yeah. she does start this training off. Like I said, she mm-hmm. starts with a wooden sword and she's getting a little bit of banter, as it were, from Lambert and the other witches. Mm. And then things start to escalate from there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to all of that. Um, Geralt tells Siri, "You need rest. You can't keep training." Um, And I do. I've I've got a personal trainer, and I've learned that that is an important part of it. I've got I've got a personal trainer as well, although not personal. Personal. It's like a small group personal. That's not a personal trainer. Well, it's sometimes, and if no one else turns up, (laughs) that doesn't count. But yeah, you're right. She gets teased a bit. Also, they are sad. uh, Geralt and Vesemir still devastated well they're all devastated about what happened to Eskel last time turned into a tree and then you gotta stab him right with a fiery sword if your mate yeah. turns into a tree i mean that's it unfortunately well you could well you could plant he, him couldn't you if you you could plant him maybe like, it's like the uh, tree version of a zombie where you, you know you just turn into a tree uh like a man-eating tree but if you'd like tied them down you know some of the zombie movies they try to save people by Mm. sort of tying them up and pretending they're still part of the part of the family yeah um, and then they end up getting killed by them anyway so you could that's a possibly a similar thing with the lesson but alternatively you can just mm. kill them you can't do that that's like having a lion on a lead in your kitchen stupid idea some people Fun, do that but yeah well look i would like that but it will eat you eventually you just have to slip and it, you know anyway um, they're having, yeah, they're having all these flashbacks of Eskel. Um, yeah. And also again, one thing I noticed was the dynamic yeah. between Geralt and Vesemir is mm. Geralt seems to give Vesemir more advice than the other way around. You feel like he's filling in 
in with more information. Uh, whereas in the games, and I guess some of the books were as well, I felt like Vesemir was more the sort of grandfather of everything. It doesn't seem like that dynamic right. is always there. Yeah, you'd feel like this particular thing would be the other way around. Like, uh, basically, Vesemir is trying all these potions to revive, you know, Eskel Treeman. Um, and Geralt says, no, we should, he should rest. Give him peace. And so he decides they should bury him. But you're right. It does feel like it would have been the other way around. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, he's normally been the one with sage advice. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, Geralt's the one who's got just as much as... Do you think Geralt's a bit too clever? You know, should he be a bit stupid and a bit, like, needs more guidance? He's probably a bit too self-assured, I guess, because he's mm. in a situation where he's having to look after this child's surprise and there's a lot of unknown, but he acts a little bit like he does know what's going to happen, if you know what I mean. So there could be a little bit more uncertainty, but again, it's difficult to put that across when you're mm -hmm. also trying to look like you have no emotion whatsoever. Oh, yeah, he has that problem. Um, everyone thinks, uh, everyone basically thinks Yen's dead. And then we see the, the mages and the sorceresses. Sorcerize? Yep. Sorceries? Sorcerers. Sorcerai. Sorcerai, okay. Sorcerers. Okay. Sorcerers. Um, they're all back. Grilling yeah. Eastred, aren't they? Yes. Uh, who is... Okay, I can't remember... Wait, wait, wait. What's the name of the main uh, sorceress lady? Is it... Tissia de Vries? Ah, you're right. Tissia. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I kept forgetting. Uh, yes, so we see them again. Um, would you like to hang out with those guys? Because I think it looks kind of boring. I don't mean like they are boring in the show. I just mean I wouldn't want to be there where everyone dresses fancy and just has all these meetings all the time. So on one side of it, yes, see, I see that mm. it being quite a bit dull. You might think initially it's quite an exciting affair because they live in this big grand building and maybe there's a few nice nibbles and drinks. Mm. Uh, but then you get into the conversation. I think, as you said, it would be just a little bit dull. However, there is also a part where Yen and, uh, Yen and Triss are talking, and Triss obviously with her red hair, and they're almost in this like spa because it's a pool with That's fire cool. surrounding it. And it mm. looks like the kind of five-star resort you could possibly go and have a little bit of a bay. Although probably the pools are, are magical and you'll probably lose, I don't know, you'll probably mm. your body will turn into a, a lobster or something if you get into oh. it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's, I, I think mm. they'd probably throw a good party at night. Once everyone's had a few drinks. It has a feeling. Yeah, it feels down. like a, a business retreat they've all gone on, mm. right? They're staying in like a Hilton, like a fancy, like, you know, or Ritz or something. Um, yeah. And I just think Geralt has, I think it's more fun. Do you reckon in... they've got one of those rooms in there then that we haven't quite seen, but it's just basically chairs all laid out in mm. rows with mm -hmm. a projector oh, and a God. screen. So... Yeah. yeah. I would do a corporate gig for them, though. I would do it, but I wouldn't like it. And I wouldn't they, mingle afterwards. They heckle you with hexes. Oh, for God's sakes. But you'd get you'd get good pay for that. But yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good experience. Um yeah, so uh and then Yen returns and it's like, oh, you're back. So explain this to me. Have I understood this right? Is it that they all think Yen's dead because they can't like sense her anymore because she's lost her powers? Is that what it is? 
I don't know if it's that. I think it's just that they haven't found her or seen her and haven't okay. seen her sort of interact anywhere else. And of course, she has lots of power. So her input into the world has been, mm. well, just as much as every other human being, basically. Right. Because I thought they were having like a magical feeling of like, can't find her anywhere, can't, you know? And I thought that's why they thought she's gone now, which means she's dead. I thought that was kind of hinted at. Um, but yeah, she's back and everyone's like, yay, but a bit suspicious. Where were you, Yennefer? You know? Yeah. Mm. And I guess they're suspicious as well that she's lost all her power and what she was doing for that to happen too. Exactly, right? And then we go over back to Kaer Morhen, where yeah. Ciri's doing her training and Lambert teases her and is yeah, like, so this, you're not. Yeah, this, this is the bit where She's hitting the dummy yeah. and doing the thing. And then Lambert's like, yeah, mate, well, you know, I'm a proper witcher. And then he gets his sword out and he slashes at the dummy. And there's this mm. big dramatic bit where it cuts scene, cuts from one angle to the next of Lambert slicing through this dummy full of straw. Mm. And I just thought that's not really fair or appropriate because he's got a sword and she's got a stick. So, of course, the sword is going to slice through it. And also and, the point of the exercise isn't to slice it in half. It's to like practice your combat, right? Exactly. You, yeah. You're not trying to kill the straw thing, Lambert. Yeah. It, was, it just seemed like an unnecessary mm. show of, it's a bit like, you know, if an adult plays, you know, hits, it's playing football with, you know, children that are two years old and then smacks the ball as hard as they could, you know, it's this, they're not, it's not really comparable really, is it? When you've exactly right. If you're playing tennis, the challenge isn't to smash the tennis ball out of the court as far as you can. That's We can all do that, you know. But that's Lambert. what Lambert would have done. And he would have Sorry. shouted, have it, when he did it as well. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, but then we go to one of my favourite bits of the episode because they go to Siri, well, you want to be a witcher, you've got to do this thing. And it's Takeshi's castle. It is. <laughs> it's Takeshi's castle or is it? Is it... Like Ninja a Warrior? more deathly version of Wipeout, the, uh, the, 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 the water jumping one that they do as well. Yes. And I hope all our listeners know what we're talking about. I don't know how big Takeshi's Castle is sort of around. I don't know if that's just really like yeah. got popular in the UK with the dubbed version. Basically, they know Wipeout. Yeah. Mm. It's like a lethal version of one of those, those yeah. obstacle course games. Really um, painful, yeah. Like it looks, it looks like it's a bit much. Well, the thing was with the with this gauntlet that Siri set up to do the first challenge, she keeps failing at. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty easy. Okay, <laughs> like it's like three swinging dongs going mm. in and out. Dongs, and also, yeah, dongs. These, <laughs> okay, he's like wooden, massive, you know, swinging pendulums, and. Yeah. All you've got to do is just get in between them as they're swinging. Mm. And there's only one swinging at a time that she has to get past, but she keeps falling and keeps getting knocked off on them. Mm. And I just thought, well, that is a pretty basic thing is just be able to move forward, avoid being hit by the thing, and then move forward again for the next one. And it's all well, built pure up nerves, right? Pure lack of belief, I suppose, is the thing. And I mean, this is something interesting about the episode I actually wanted to ask you. It's jumping forward a bit, but it's fine. Um, do you think Lambert is just an arsehole or was he intentional, intentionally doing all of this to help Siri? Because I think it might be a bit of both. Yeah, I, I think, think he I, was... I think it's a bit of both as well. He's definitely, yeah. 
he's definitely got annoying characteristics, as he mm. does in the game as well. Mm. So, it, but it's like tough love, you know. Yeah. Um, it's probably how Pep Guardiola does things. I imagine he seems quite intense. Directly, just you know? gets gets everyone to do Takeshi Castle style. Yeah, with football gauntlets. Yeah, they have they to fail. dribble through it. That's why they're so good. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so that's quite nice in a way that Lambert was actually probably just trying to help her and was being kind of mean on purpose. Uh, he brings hope- out the character series well. Like she's the standout character in this whole thing. Mm. Definitely. Although I would she's say we we'll go, we'll go back to the next, go oh, to go the on. next challenge that's faced after the swinging pendulums yeah. is the spinning sticks. Which yeah, that's not fair. No, that, that's much harder. Yeah, Definitely much harder. If you look at it from top on, mm. you've basically got to step in between two the, the spinning sticks and get over it. And it's just, it looks impossible. However, she looks less scared by mm. that challenge than the pendulums. So maybe there's some past history of getting knocked off by pendulums. Uh, if you remember in the trauma. game, she's yeah. doing that and mm. uh, with, with the pendulum things and she's on a cliff, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like the stakes were really high there. But that was further on in her training, right? To be fair, that wouldn't have been her yeah. first day on the cliff. But um, again, it, they were trying to emulate that from the game, which is great. Thank you for doing that. Um, so, yeah, I've got that Siri loses the Takeshi's Castle Challenge, unfortunately, <laughs> first go. Uh, and then Geralt goes out and they, they don't bury Eskel, they just kind of leave him in a cave. I thought you said they don't bury Siri. I thought you said she failed. No. Therefore, they're going to bury her. <laughs> Maybe next episode. In fairness, though, it's the first time that whole gauntlet thing's been used in years and years, and they haven't exactly serviced it. So, you know, mm. it could be accidents happening. But yes, uh, whether they bury, bury Eskel or not, yeah. Yeah, they kind of leave him there. And Yen is reunited with all the sorcerer. That's yes. the bit that you mentioned, where they all get in the pool. Yeah. Uh, they're all naked. Something I think the show did well here is that... Naked. Well... That's the thing. There was a criticism of the first season that was there too much kind of pointless nudity. And in this scene, there wasn't actually any like full on, if you know what I mean. Is this you saying there wasn't enough? No, I think it's good because I think it would have been a bit weird if they all get naked for no reason. It's like, what is the purpose of that other than for? I mean, it'd be interesting to see a series where they what they're all naked, you know, just a whole through. the whole yeah, just thing. The, just the whole, watch the whole thing. What everyone? I saw someone play The Witcher three, yeah. um, but they played with no armor on whatsoever. So Geralt just had like a little slip on, yeah. and they played the whole game like that. And you know, maybe, maybe it would make us be less. I don't know. Less. Um, what was that word that people use for? Uh, you know, yeah, less uh, embarrassed by these things. You know, maybe we. Maybe it's like a nudist, they could do a nudist version of it. How's that, That you think that would make you feel less embarrassed if Henry Cavill just was full frontal nudity through the whole thing? <laughs> I think it make people feel, I think it make most people feel less embarrassed. Maybe more different emotions they might feel at that point. Yeah, um, but then we wouldn't be following the story, would we? We'd be looking at... That's true. It would know. be a massive distraction. I mean, well, it'd yeah. just be a distraction. So I think don't do that for season three if anyone's listening that makes the show. Don't make everyone naked. 
Of course, yeah, because there's also opinion. there's also people that are imprisoned in this show, and therefore that would just yeah, that would add, add a different element to it if everyone was naked and in prison. I, it would add a different element to a lot of it. But I would say, I think if we were to do that idea where all the main cast are naked, I think then all the monsters should be fully clothed. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tris doesn't want to get in the pool with the others. And it's partly because... So is it because she has some burns or something, did she say? But also she feels a bit embarrassed about the battle. She thinks she was useless. Yeah, there's some injuries she's sustained. And Yen talks mm. to her about trying to find solutions for that. But I thought they can just do magic and like hide anything and cover it up. Like the guy who has no hands. It's always a grey area in the magical world, though, isn't it? There's some things that are so easy to do to transport and things like that, bring people back mm. from the dead and things. Yet when there's something that's in the storyline that needs to be definitely done, then suddenly the magic can't help for whatever reason. If you that is a difficult one because you do see that main uh, mage guy. Uh, he does that thing where his hands disappear because he lost his hands at one point and then they reappear because he's got like these fake magic hands essentially. So yeah, you're right. Surely some burns or scars are a lot easier to get rid of. Than... There'll be some explanation that it's some magic wizardry and it can't be undone. I mean, you see this in all things, in things like Harry Potter as well. You'll And you'll just think, well, what, why can't they? Because you'll make a connection between different spells or different bits of magic mm. and it just won't add up. And it's like, you've just got to follow the story. Don't okay, ask but questions. fair enough. You know, she doesn't want to get in the in the pool naked with everyone else. Um, at this point in my notes, I wrote, there's a lot of talking in this episode. There's a lot of talking. However, there is a lot of talking with a character we've not seen for a while who is imprisoned. So, oh, car here? Yes. Car hire. Car hire, yeah. I like him. I think he looks like a good baddie. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's kind yeah. of mumbling to himself, if you remember, when we first see him, he's like sort of mumbling in the in the jail cell he's in and then suddenly snaps out of it what's he saying because I, I don't know I don't... he's not uh... magical or anything so they were doing it as if he'd started to go a bit mad i think he is because remember when the main sorceress um sticks her fingers tizia when she sticks her fingers in his head remember that looked yeah. intense and that comes back up soon the whole sticking the fingers in the head yeah, it happens um, to it happens to someone else. Yes, well, that that's coming soon. Um, and then I put that uh, Siri almost completes Takeshi's castle, but then just falls off. And is it the spikes that knock her off? The spinning things. It is. It's the spikes that keep knocking her off. Yeah, they look really dick because it looks like that would break your leg. That sort of mm, thing. Yeah, she, she did well. She rolls off these quite quite easily. Mm-hmm. I also made a note that I said Siri's casting is great. IMO. Yeah, I, I do think because first season, like we mentioned her eyebrows and I just thought, oh, they've just got a random girl who looks like she would be in one of these shows to play this character. But actually, no, she's uh, I mean, it's good. Obviously, she's a lot more involved in this season. Like she's a, she's doing a lot more and she is just better. But no, yeah, I think I'd say almost all the casting in this has been really good. There was a lot of protection around her in the first series and a lot of. Mm focus around and um, there was no real sort of development of her as a character as a person or her own strengths Mm. whereas in this one we're just seeing her you know really throw caution to the wind and also just be just be the be the character essentially in the game the thing that siri can do which is so cool is that teleporting thing when you're fighting 
the green thing. We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that yet because she could then teleport past all the Takeshi Castle stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's got to be... That power, obviously, I've not seen this whole season, so I don't know, but that power's got to come later, surely, because that's... She's really good when she can do that, right? That's like her top level. So hopefully that will come up later. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, that's it. So then... Um, Oh, yeah, so we're back with the elves as well. Fringilla looks all fancy now, and the elves are all chatting again, a lot of talking. Yeah, and, um, and Fringilla is trying to create this alliance between the elves as mm. as well so she, she can direct some sort of power or have some power or some yeah. say in things as well. But you don't want to do that, you stupid elves. Why would you join Nilfgaard? I mean, yeah. what are you thinking? It feels like it's full of consequences and mm. and traps that. Yeah, but then the main mage is also slagging the elves off as well. He's like, we don't want elven blood on our doorstep. So you can see why the elves, you know. It's funny, isn't it? Because the elves do that. As I said in the last episode as well, seem to be portrayed as quite a sort of bad bunch. And yet I always saw them as a a good bunch. And yet they're, they're the ones that in this world definitely have the main focuses or fo- uh, main focus of power. So, you know, you've got the wild hunt, which essentially is an elven, you know, organization. I want to say organization. I don't mean they've got a union, but you know what I mean? Like that, that group. And then yeah. you've also got, you know, Siri child of the elder blood, you know, possibly capable of restarting the world or, you know, the, the white frost and all that stuff as well. So it's strange that they've got all this power, but whether they've just been persecuted so much and then just I guess that's down. it. They always give um, they always gave me the impression of vigilantes in the game because they hide in trees and they there's that mission in the in the Witcher, isn't there? Quest, sorry, where you have to find out what's been killing soldiers and it turns out it's these elves. Yeah, and then you have an option whether you basically grass them up or kill them. Or just let it and, and yeah, lie and and say it's it a never monster. feels never feels right killing them. Like no, nah, they're all right. They've got nice swords as well. I like I like their stuff. You know. Mm. Um, you know what it is. Also, this this is about to compare, but that's why why the is coming from it is that in Lord of the Rings, the elves are much more welcoming. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because you've got Legolas and you've got the times. So maybe that's intentional to make them less jolly because we've seen them all. They're just always having a laugh, aren't they? Uh, So, yeah, the main mage basically doesn't trust Yen is what's going on. That's the whole thing. He um, he's very suspicious because she went missing after that battle. And what has she been up to? Can't trust anyone is the way he thinks. And then he ends up doing that thing where he puts his fingers in her mind. And of course, Yen doesn't have any power, so she can't really fend that off. So she goes through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's out of order doing that to her. Um, Or is it, though, as well? Uh, Geralt basically tells Ciri after she... Well, so she eventually does complete Takeshi's castle and everyone's like, woo, she did it. Uh, and then Geralt kind of tells her like, well, you can do anything you want, but it doesn't mean you should because I've had a lot of friends that have died. Which is not the message you want after you've just done Takeshi's castle. Really? Yeah, but a bit more, a bit more support. Yeah. Got, which he's after, but he is miserable and he is taking that father figure. And I guess he just, 
it's trying to highlight that there might be dangers along the way. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, there's one of those dangers is quite imminent because oh, she starts yeah. having visions, doesn't she? Well, that's it. She's having visions of a scary old lady saying, come to me. And, you know, I don't really know what's going on here yet, but part of the mystery, I guess. Um, and then Geralt and Siri go out to a forest. because Is it because Siri's been having these visions or something telling her to go to the forest? Is that right? Yeah, yeah it's, it says she keeps saying a wood. So they go out mm. there. And then they encounter. Oh, yeah. Um, the beast responsible for, for Eskel's downfall in the previous episode. Yeah, it's, it's the Leshy. or oh, Lesh and Leshy. I, I, I'm not quite sure about this. They called it a Leshy. I know. Which is know. It's, it's strange that they've done that because they don't do that with a lot of other stuff. But do you think there's a reason? Does, does the word Leshen... If it's... If it's if it's leshy as in a different spelling, like uh, you know, with an IE or something like that, but if it's if it's a nickname, like you'd say mm. doggy, that just feels a bit. Have they bit said like, leshen once, or do they always say leshy? I haven't heard them say leshen once. Okay, maybe it is something else then. No, it's, but it's I like it's, de- it's definitely it, leshen. Yeah, it looked cool. I like the the sound, the sort of tree sound of yeah. the the sort of creaking and the ground sort of breaking a bit. I really mm-hmm. like that noise. It's quite kind of scary. It's in the game as well. But uh, yeah, that was a good little fight. And um, no wolves this time. If you remember like in the game, you get wolves no. attacking too. There's no wolves. wolves and I'm sure there's crows flying around it as well, but they didn't do the, the crows or the wolves. Uh, they could have. If I'd have done this episode... I would have had, there are wolves, I thought and Siri say, has to take on the wolves. I thought you were going to say, I'd have had the Leshy fully clothed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but that I think that would have been cool. If there was like a side thing for Siri to do, other than just run away, which is what she does in this. But fair enough, I know she's going to get stronger probably. Um, but then the Leshy gets killed by something, which was good, because I was not expecting that. Yeah. What is it? It is a beast that's come from another world and uh, looks like it's almost a mutated version of a Leshen and another big beast, isn't it? It's, so it's... what's going on there? Well, I think part of the story is going to tell us that. Okay, later good. On. All right. Because um, that was confusing for me. I was like, I don't recognise that thing. And I was wondering if it was going to be explained in that episode, but it's not. So I'm guessing it will be in future. But I thought that was quite cool. That's always good when there's a big scary thing and then it gets killed by something worse. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah. I have to kill that thing. Um, and it was chasing. You're right. It was chasing after Siri more than. Yeah. Else. Yeah. And yeah, that was interesting. Um, so he tells Siri to run and hide. She hides in this little cave thing. Doesn't do a great job of hiding. And the beast like looks at her, it's about to kill her, but then pauses for some reason. It doesn't do it, which was interesting. And then just in time for Geralt to get in there and chop it up. Sort it out. And yeah, it was quite so I thought all this ending actually was quite quite good. This, you know, that beast. Of that bit, yeah. That bit, yeah, that bit. I thought it was quite a good boss fight in a way. 
you know what? They're doing a good job with it so far. The action scenes yeah. have been great. Very exciting. And also similar to the game, which we keep saying. And if you've not played it, we'll play it. But it, it just gives you something else. I mean, you know, any video game or concept that's turned into a movie when they give you a bit of that fan service where you're getting the similarities, it's just the best, man. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying for the people that maybe think it's annoying that we keep bringing up the games if they've not played it, it just makes you feel very warm. Mm. Yeah, so then he, he cuts up the thing and then that's that story done. And then we're back with the mages and all of that and the sorcerer. And it's fair to and... say that that was such a big fight that you could have yeah. forgiven thinking that would be the end of the episode. Yeah, but you know the producers were like, "Hey, we've got something else we want to build up to." And you know what? Fair enough, because like I said, I was finding this sort of side story, even though I think it felt like it dominated the episode. Really, it wasn't really a side; it was a lot of it. I wasn't really happy with it, but I thought the ending was pretty good. So yeah. they're all going to like a party uh, where they're going to execute the guy that they captured, Car here, which I think is pretty barbaric. Yeah, you know, I it's, think it's these guys big, are meant to be good. It's a big build-up to this execution yeah. as well, but it's uh, it's obviously they're they're in a almost in a war, obviously with Nilfgaard. Still, and so it's a bit much, isn't it? Public execution, and there's a good bit where Kahir basically has accepted he's going to be killed, and he was like, "Good," and he says to Yen, "It is in blindness that we find our true strength." good little line so they go to the fire party they're all having a laugh Triss has been summoned away they mention which is a weird interesting not sure what that means but she's not there for some reason um so yen the the thing is she's supposed to execute the guy with a because she's the hero she was a big hero of this battle so now i guess I she gets to do this it, was right? just prove that she was not doing anything untoward as well right wanted yes. her to to do the execution yeah but she keeps getting these visions from this old lady. And then she swings the sword and she doesn't cut his head off. She cuts the thing that's binding him. Can the, I just say, chains. a massive, heavy, heavy weapon. Yeah. And she gets it accurate like because it needs to be accurate because like a couple of inches either side. And yeah, she could just hands. cut his shoulder off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. It was... Yeah, it's the kind of thing that if I was in the gym thinking I've gone up to the weight too much, I would have lifted it above my head and then toppled backwards or something like that. But that would happen, yeah. But she's she's yep, she did a good job, and uh, they run out of there. Well, she gets on a horse. Car here gets on the horse with her. <laughs> now it's a bit like no one really chased them. Um, the king just sits there like, oh, not again, kind of thing. Like this sort of thing happens all the time. Um. And uh, Kahir's like, why would you save me? And she says, I'm not. I'm saving me. Yeah. Which I don't fully get what's going on, but I think fair enough. It's intriguing, you know? Doesn't have to all be explained in one episode. A uh, little bit confusing, but like, I'm excited to see what that's about. You get the impression that it could be to do with if she's saving Kahir, then... She'll be looked upon favorably from Nilfgaard if she's looking for some sort of, you know, hideaway. Right. Like interesting. That. Interesting. But she's really taken a big burden on 
doing all of this. She yeah. could have just cut his head off. They could have had a great party with all the fire there and danced and stuff. But instead, she's on a horse now running away. And going back to that point with the big boss fight of the animals and it could have ended there, but it didn't. It went mm. to this. The difference is in the first season, it would have ended at the animal being slaughtered, Siri and Geralt going somewhere else sort of thing, because there's no, mm. there's no cliffhanger in the first season. Whereas this, they mm. are adding the cliffhangers. So this part of the story, although a fairly big build up to this car, you know, this sort of execution that's meant to happen, it actually then provides the cliffhanger. You have to do it, right? Yeah. Like that's one of my criticisms of the first season was like, how can you not end on cliffhangers? I don't feel like coming back immediately. Like a good show makes you want to watch the next one straight yeah. away. You have to binge it. Like, have you seen Succession? I haven't. No. Have you seen it? Oh my god! It's it does Should that I be very well. I, I think so, but we shouldn't talk about other shows on the Witcher thing. <laughs> but but no, but but yeah, it's a great show. But also, it, it does do that thing very well, where it's like if you're watching it, you can't stop watching it. Because it just ends on some really high stake thing, and you just think, "Oh my!" You God. do have to do that. This yeah. is a bit like you know David Attenborough episodes in the first season, isn't it? It's like it's, mm. it's, it's finishes talking about or slaughtering one animal, and then moves on to the next episode. Whereas, yeah, yeah. they've started to add it in here. Wait, slaughtering an animal? Oh, well, not Dave, him. So Geralt slaughtering an animal. I was giving the example. No, no, he doesn't kill animals. He kills monsters, all right? Yeah, mo- sorry, sorry. And monsters. Yeah, He's sorry. not going around killing dogs, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Leshen isn't, you know, Leshy is an animal. No, it's not. It's a monster. Although I did watch a YouTube video. I've not done it myself, but in The Witcher 3, you can do that thing where you kill loads of cows and then a crazy monster comes out. Did you yeah, ever chort. do it? Yeah, a chort comes. No, it's not a normal chort, though. Sure, it's a chore, isn't it? It's a, it's a... I don't think it is. Sorry, I just have to check this, right? Yeah. I feel like it's something more extreme, and it's it looks way too strong, like uh, really overpowered. Witcher 3, sheep killing. Uh, can't kill the... Uh, uh, what happens when you kill too many cows? Sorry, sorry, cows. Witcher 3, cows killing, right? Which the, the bovine deforce initiative or bovine deforce first is again. Um, uh, let me just sorry. Let me just read what the monster is. Oh, so it is a chort, but it's a different. But you can't you you, you can't, can't kill, kill it. it. But it, I think it just keeps coming back. Oh, it's a level twenty-seven chort was made to recurrently spawn a short distance away from the cow pen in White Orchid Village. Uh, after the players killed six cows. If the player managed to kill a chore, a new one would spawn, right? And the process continued indefinitely. So yeah, basically it's designed. So it is a chore, sorry. It just can looked you, a bit different to me. Can, is it just the White Orchard? Can you then, can you just kill cows anywhere else apart from White Orchard then? I guess you could, but I wouldn't risk it personally. You want to do okay. that, you do that. You go and it. you, mate, you kill the cat cows all across the country, but I am not joining you just in case that thing comes. <laughs> Um, right, so that's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode, and yeah. it's left on that cliffhanger. Yeah, and very nice. The cliffhanger for us is uh, we've got quiz time. Quiz oh God, time, I forgot. Quiz time. I don't think you. I'm going to do very well in this. You might do. Well, might because do. it wasn't action packed this episode, I think it didn't 
cat. It didn't keep my stupid short attention span. But let's see. Okay, so play along at home. Question. First Sorry. question: In a rough explanation, what are monoliths? I don't know. You do know. Do you remember um, in the I... first, in the first season when Car is chasing Siri and she makes mm. that big thing um, fall to the ground, and then there's an earthquake. And like it's oh yeah, big thing. Is that, that what thing, she is? That big thing is a monolith. No, not Siri. The big thing's monolith. oh, the big thing that falls. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know what that word means. This is a bad start. So they are believed to be that. So you need a conjunction of the spheres, which happens thousands of years before the events in the show. So it's uh, where the world of monsters and humans collide. And these are believe the monoliths are believed to be the impact points, um, oh. and the conjunction, you know, where, where the different realms collide and the monsters and elves and humans um, sort of all join together, and they're points where uh, uh, beings from other worlds could jump into mm. the human world. Oh, okay. So these you went be, so geeky there with that. <laughs> this is well, this meant, is absolute. It's, yeah, it, it means different things in the games and different things in the books. And I don't also. remember. It's one of those things uh, which it just didn't stick in my mind. Yeah, I remember the word monoliths, but I just I didn't know that. They, so they, that's... Did, they did um, feature in this episode. So that's why I thought mm. you might have heard. No, so I'm sorry. Zero out of one. Yeah. Question two. Geralt is walking in the snow and he's talking to Vesemir and they he then is made aware of Siri training and he turns and you get a really good look at Geralt's eyes. Mm. What colour are his eyes? At that point, uh, kind of orangey, yellowy orange. Close, yeah, yellow. Yellow, yellow. after, yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah, yellow. yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. Well, I'll they look slightly... Uh, you know, I'd say it's a yellowy orange, though, isn't yeah. it? It's not like amber. bright yellow. Yeah, and amber. Yeah, amber. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, question three: Lambert is coaching, if for want of a better word, Siri, and he says to her, "Siri, you're panting like a dying what?" Okay. When she's training, an animal. What kind of animal? Oh man, I should. This is one that I should have remembered. So I'm trying to re remember the scene. So it's like he's like, breathe. You're panting like a. Did you say like a tired something? Like a dying. Because he's got okay. he's got a bit of a. You're panting like a dying horse. Bigger. Cow. Bigger. Not chort, I'll give you that. <laughs> no, is it a monster? Not quite. They might have been around in our world years ago. A uh, one of the old elephants. Close. Um, uh, yeah. What's it called? A uh, the ones from the film Ice Age. Mammoth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says mammoth. You can't give me the point for that. I know, but it's just the <laughs> reference point was yeah. from <laughs> Ice Age. Age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, right so okay so we're gonna get you've got one out of three so far so uh, uh fourth question which 
hand, can you remember when the leshy is finally encountered in the woods? Yeah. And it's missing a hand. Yeah. Because Eskel's cut the hand off in the previous episode. Which hand is the leshy missing? I think it's missing its left hand. It is missing its left hand. Yes, you are I remember that. Yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good shot of the leshy. And then finally, the final question, mm-hmm. the beast, which we're not sure what it is, the one that killed the leshy afterwards. As you yeah. said, it bared itself down onto Siri and stared at her. Yeah. What colour were the eyes of the beast? Oh, man, I didn't really notice. Um, was it kind of green? It no. was yellow again. Yellow it was yellow again. again. Yeah. I was going to say that, but I thought it's surely not going to be yellow again. I'm not saying that that's part of like the story, because you could think, oh, well, you know, is Geralt involved with or yeah. subconsciously with that beast? But I thought it was interesting that the beast had yellow eyes, and mm. so did Geralt, who defeated the beast. My cat has kind of orangey eyes, mm. brownish orange, very nice. She could have. She, she could have Coco. taken this. She could have taken this beach down. She's called Coco the kitten. She's six months old. Ah. Well, I should say a remind everyone uh, to please contact us uh, via Twitter. And yep. that's the end of this episode. And yep. thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Thanks for joining us through episode three, which had its ups and downs and lulls and excitement, mm. and a little bit of a cliffhanger. Just Ooh. a little bit. But it was good. Like, you know, I said, you know, I kind of said it was a bit boring and that, but it was a good episode, man. I I still think it was a strong episode. Um, And look forward to what's coming up next. Where does Yen take Car here? We'll find out in episode four. Hmm. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.